Well, our scripture today is not from the book of Acts. We've moved on out of Acts to now Philippians from the second chapter, verses 5 through 11. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And this is the word of God for all of us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. When, uh, when someone's behavior is somewhat questionable, questionable to us, or when somebody might appear a bit irrational, or when somebody does something, we think, shake our heads, we wonder and sometimes say, well, what was he thinking, or what was she thinking, or what's that all about, anyway? Well, I know driving up and down the roads of life, uh, old speed demon Tom here, uh, in case you haven't heard, preachers have a heavy foot. Now, Pastor Phil, you may not drive so wildly as some of the rest of us, but yes, we have a reputation. And when somebody cuts right in front of me out on the interstate, I say, what was he thinking? You know, what's going on here? Not that I would ever do that, you know, of course. Or maybe sometimes when our children or our grandchildren do some things that we're not quite sure why they do that, we might say, well, what was she thinking? What was he thinking doing that? Or even something so bizarre as benevolent, Donors who give millions of dollars uh, to a cause, and we shake our head and think, what were they thinking? And this last month, we've seen a couple of million-dollar gifts to the flooding, thank goodness, in eastern Kentucky, gifts from individuals, a gift from Berea College, a million dollars. And the UK Athletics has raised uh, two, three million, I think so, so we're, wow, what were they thinking? Well, yay, we were glad they were thinking that way. We know that what's on a person's mind is very, very important. Very, very important. Our advertising industry knows all about that. If, if, if we can just get somebody thinking about something, our product or some, something we want them to purchase or to like, if we keep talking about it enough and that commercial flashes on the screen enough, they just might go out and buy that. We know if we could just get people to thinking about what they're doing. Um, 
drinking and driving. Lord knows we need a lot more commercials about that, of helping people think ahead and, and realize what they're doing. Kids and sexuality, how much more can we say about think? Think ahead. We also think about uh, just the importance of, of using our minds that the Lord God has given us. Well, this passage from Philippians, Paul's writing to the Philippian church, and some scholars think that maybe there was a, a, a controversy brewing. The Philippian church was a pretty good church, and I wish I could go to Emily's class on Wednesday night about Philippians, but I've got to teach my own. But anyway, Philippians is a great book to study. Philippians, that church was a good church. But it's thought that maybe there was some kind of suffering or maybe some dispute between a couple of people. And so Paul says to them, have the same mind in you that was in Christ Jesus. In other words, Philippian Christians think like Jesus thought and you won't go astray. Well, in fact, some people think this section of Philippians was like, a, like the Apostles' Creed, like a, a creed that they recited in their worship services. Have the same mind in you that was in Christ Jesus. So, so what about it? What was Jesus thinking? What was in his mind? What was on his mind? What was he thinking? Well, one of the first things we read here is that he was thinking humility. The scripture says he humbled himself. The scripture says he did not regard equality with God as something to be, what's this one say, exploited. I like the translation that says he did not count humility, he did not count equality with God as something to be grasped. And we know how in our world people are power grabbing and grasping at different things to get ahead. Jesus knew he was holy, but he didn't have to walk around telling everybody that. He just went out and lived like the Son of God, like divine man, human and divine. He went out and lived that way and related to people that way. He didn't flaunt his godliness. He just lived it, and people saw that in him. And that was a sense of, of humility. You remember, as he entered Jerusalem, a lot of people thought the Messiah will come on a horse, a war horse, and all filled with armor and a sword. Here Jesus came in on a donkey, a lowly animal. So he didn't want all the fame and all the fanfare. He just wanted people to love God and to live for God. So he was thinking humility. He also was thinking another strange word, obedience. He was thinking obedience. The scripture says, the eighth verse, and he became obedient. And then he took the form of a slave. Weird words for a ruler, for a king. And yet Jesus was teaching 
there's another way of thinking about leadership and what really needs to be important. So Jesus had on his mind obedience to God. And we know how he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane and he prayed through this whole thing about he would need to suffer and he would need to die on the cross and he was willing to be God's servant and willing to take that step. He was obedient to that call upon his life. And he stepped forward to do that. You know, this kind of thinking, humility and obedience and servanthood can get you run over. It even can get you killed. And it did. It got him killed on the cross for our sins and for the sins of the world. And yet, that's what Paul is highlighting as a role model for the Philippian Christians. Be humble. Be obedient. Serve one another. Serve God. The scripture talks about that he emptied himself. I get, get the image of all the selfishness. And what I want was purged out of his life so he could be filled with the love of God. So what was he thinking? We know, don't we? We see it before us, don't we? We are reminded of it on a regular basis, aren't we? Maybe the better question is, what are we thinking? And are we thinking like him? Are we always thinking, what can I get out of life? What's in it for me? Or am I thinking, what can I give to others? How can I help others? Am I thinking, maybe not intentionally, but maybe I'm thinking, well, what little can I get by with and still be considered a member of the church in good standing and a Christian? Rather than, gosh, how, how, how can I do more? Where can I find time to do more for God? Where can I find more resources to give more to God in the church? Yes, what was he thinking? We know. What are we thinking? is critical for us to consider. The scripture, that beautiful last verse, that God exalted him and gave him the name so that at, every, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend or bow or kneel before him. And every tongue confess that he is Lord. Yes, we are overwhelmed by what he was thinking all the time. Thinking of us. Thinking of others. Thinking of God's people how he could love, how he could serve, how he could give. That amazing grace that we sang about earlier. So, as we come to Holy Communion today, let's examine our minds and see if maybe we can't be a little more focused like Jesus was. Humbly, obediently serving our Lord 
and his church. What was he thinking? What are we thinking? Lord God, as we come to you this morning, we just again are overwhelmed by how your Son, our Savior Jesus, came into this world to give us all for us, to pass on your love to us, to grant us the forgiveness and grace that you knew we needed and still do. May we today claim the mind and heart of Jesus. May we seek to be aligned with him in all we think and all we say and all we do. In Christ's name, amen.